It's time for an unbiased, uncensored, unapologetic, common sense look at motorsports. It's time for Toby's Take with Toby LaGrange. Well, hello, hello, race fans, and welcome to episode number one of the Toby's Take podcast with yours truly, Toby LaGrange. Episode number one is entitled The Best of a Lost Art. It's a profession for some, but a really fun hobby for most. It takes not only talent, but the willingness to never stop learning and innovating. The it, of course, is the fine art of announcing. And trust me, if you've ever done it, then you know it is indeed a fine art. Many have tried, many have thrown in the towel, but very few have cemented themselves as one of the best. So how does one know when they've made it to the top? When they have officially become one of the best ever to hold a microphone? Well, they usually don't. At least not until they get that indescribably awesome phone call that tells them they've been selected into one of the various halls of fame up here in the Northeast. It takes hard work, natural talent, and the ability to adapt to any situation. I myself, well, I started announcing in 2014, and midway through my second season, I received some really good advice from three of the announcers you will hear about in a few moments. That advice was simple. If you want to be good, not just someone who stands up there and talks into a microphone, but someone they will, will remember, you have to get out in the world and do different things, not just call races at one place. Of course, if you know me, then you know I'm a bit on the stubborn side. Clearly a trait that I not only inherited, but have passed on to my now four-year-old son. Now whether that has come from the, the, the LaGrange or Canoblo side, well that's up for debate. And trust me, that's been debated for 42 years. That stubbornness actually worked out in my favor in 2016. Rather than take a position that wasn't exactly what I wanted, I chose to decline it. That sent me scrambling for a microphone and audience that would take me. I started to do different things and got better. The announcers I'm about to speak about have done many different things, and their unmistaken voices are some of the best you will ever hear. So how did I come up with my top 10 announcers of all time? Well, that was actually pretty simple. I broke it down to five areas. First, I thought of those announcers who I enjoy listening to. Not only do I enjoy listening to them, but I specifically listen to them in order to learn something. As an announcer, you never stop learning. And the best textbook is to work with someone who, in essence, can write their own textbook. Secondly, to make my top 10 list, you have to be someone that if I were to mention your name at any campground, at any short track race in New York or surrounding areas, pretty much anyone, inebriated or not, would know who I'm talking about. Next, these verbal artists have to be someone that is willing to work with others. Not only as equals, but they are willing to help a few to help a new announcer along. They cannot see it as teaching someone who is going to take their jobs, because if you are good enough, you have nothing to worry about. They have to see it as grooming the next generation of verbal artists. Fourthly, they have to have a voice that you instantly recognize. A recognizable voice doesn't have to be a great sounding voice, just a voice that once you hear it, you know that you will hear not only a great description of the race you're about to witness, but the knowledge to back it up. By knowledge, I do not mean the ability to press 50 buttons a second to look up the information on your laptop but true knowledge of our sport. And finally, to make my top 10, you have to be someone that does their homework. When I say does their homework, I mean for every event. 
I've heard far too many announcers who think finding one tidbit of information six or eight months ago and using it all season long qualifies as doing your homework. Not even close. You have to crack open the history books, get out there and talk to the drivers, and do your homework. With those five criteria under my hat and the names on paper, I was able to come up with my top ten list. My list does not include national announcers, only those that I have heard here in the Northeast. So without any further verbal wandering, here are my top ten announcers of all time. Number ten, John Stanley. One half the longtime announcing team at the Lebanon Valley Speedway, John Stanley has been a staple on the Capital Region Airwaves for many years. From his NASCAR and racing reports on WGNA 107.7 radio to the high banks of the Howard Commander's Valley of Speed, where he and his partner, Danny Martin, have entertained crowds for many years, and they still do today. Number 9, Ben Dodge. The veteran announcer from New England's Stafford Motor Speedway entertains the Pavement Pounder fans with one of the best clearly spoken voices that I have ever heard. His crisp tone tends to make any event, even the most single-file lack of passing freight train Boarfest race, seem like a four-wide battle to the checkers. Number 8. The late, great Jack Burgess. The longtime voice of drivers' independent racetracks, a.k.a. Dirt Motorsports, the late, great Jack Burgess' calls of those early battles throughout central New York live on in old video collections, including my own. His raspy tone sticks in my mind from my childhood, especially his iconic calls from the Moody Mile and Super Dirt Week. What kid growing up in the 1980s and 90s didn't sit in the now-destroyed grandstands in Syracuse or in the bedrooms, repeating his famous line, You gotta have a favorite. Number 7, Doug Elkins. If you turn back the clock to the 1990s and asked a teenage Toby to name an announcer other than Jim King, the first name I would have said would have been Doug Elkins. From the early 1990s at the Fulton Speedway and the Outlaw Circuit, to his days with Glenn Donnelly's Dirt Motorsports to launch to the launch of Doug's Dirt Diary and today with Elkins Video Productions, Elkins continues to give back to our sport with his knowledge and dedication. Number 6. Fred Osmond If you have never heard the classic race calls from Fred Osmond, then I suggest you find an old video of the 5 Mile Point Speedway from the early 1990s his, because you can find a lot of them there. His style is not only entertaining, but unique. He is definitely a verbal artist and belongs on everyone's top 10 list. And what I was getting at is you can go on race flicks and find a lot of 5 Mile Point videos there. I've watched quite a few over the last 2 or 3 weeks and definitely, it definitely is worth the price of the subscription to race flicks just to hear Fred call some races back in the early 90s. Number 5, Joe Morata. Outside of the late Jack Burgess, if you were to ask me who's the voice of Super Dirt Week, the answer would be simple, Joe Morata. From the Moody Mile to Weedsport and Oswego, and destinations in between and all throughout DIRT land, Morata's voice has been a staple for decades. His gift of enthusiasm has entertained us all for a long time. Currently, Morata sits alongside Roy Sova, at the Oswego Speedway. Number 4, Dan Martin. The voice of the Albany, Saratoga, and Lebanon Valley Speedways, Dan Martin certainly has that knack for excitement that an announcer needs. I sat alongside Dan as the PR person for the Albany, Saratoga Speedway for four seasons and got to soak up a lot of that excitement that he brings each week. And trust me when I tell you, it was fun.
His knowledge of pretty much everyone at the Great Race Place certainly cements his spot inside my top five. In addition to being one of the voices you hear each year at Super Dirt Week, Martin also was a racer himself. Number three, Roy Sova. If you're a fan of the Oswego Speedway or the early years of the Victoria 200, then you have heard the golden tones of Roy Sova. Like Ben Dodge, Sova has one of the best clearly spoken voices that I have ever heard. Sova is still going strong alongside Joe Morata at the Oswego Speedway on Saturday nights, and the fans of the Steel Palace are better off for it. Number 2, Shane Andrews. Quite simply known as The Voice, Shane Andrews comes in at number 2 on my list. I have yet to meet or hear an announcer who can go from entertaining the crowd to an old-fashioned race call and back to emceeing a dance contest on the front stretch for kids as quickly and elegantly as Shane. His resume is too long to list, but most notably, he is the voice of the Weed Sports Speedway and for many of the Super Dirt Car Series events. You can also find him on many of the Dirt Car television broadcasts and during Super Dirt Week. It would not shock me at all if he ends up at number one on my list in another 15 or 20 years. Number one, well, it's probably not a surprise to anybody, Jim King. His last name pretty much says it all. As a boy growing up at the Fonda Speedway, there was no announcer who I wanted to listen to more than Jim King. From his interaction with the crowds and kids to his golden voice, the 2015 Fonda Speedway Hall of Fame inductee has entertained crowds all over the country and at the majority of dirt tracks in the once great state of New York. Not only does he have a patented race call and a microphone presence, but he is a first-class interviewer, and if you show initiative, one of the best darn teachers an inspiring announcer could ever have. Beyond the, these 10 announcers, there are other good ones as well. I just can't name them all. Some honorable, lunch, honorable mentions include Mike Mallett, Paul Small, Mike Warren, Tim Baltz, and of course, Jeff Alem. Just to name a few, of course. There's also a list of those who shouldn't be allowed anywhere near a microphone. And unfortunately, that list is getting bigger and bigger each season. I spent hours listening to all the announcers in my top 10 list, as well as my honorable mentions. Listening, learning, and appreciating what they have given our sport. I have worked alongside four of them, but have learned from them all. Here is a huge heartfelt thank you to each of them for not only giving me and others the ability to learn from them, but for what they have given to our sport. The next episode of Toby's Take is scheduled for January 9th, 2021. The Judge and the King, the duo who maybe want to follow in their footsteps. From the LaGrange family to all of yours, I want to wish you a happy, happy, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Stay safe, everyone, and we'll see you back here on Toby's Take on January 9th. This has been a LaGrange Media production. LaGrange Media, your home for podcasts, driver ranking programs, and announcing and voiceover services. Are you in need of an announcer for your race, game, or event? How about an MC for your banquet or fundraiser? Or maybe you are looking at creating a commercial for your business or event and need someone to do the voiceover. If so, give me a call. I can be reached at 518-844-2196 via email at lagrangemedia at yahoo.com or through Facebook and Twitter. Professional, prepared, dependable, and experienced, 
Give Toby Lagrange a call today.